welcome to the Rising Feminine Collective podcast. I'm your host, Nina Petruzzo, and I'm so honored that you're here. This is a sacred space to inspire, elevate, and amplify your life, your business, your relationships, and your gifts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rising Feminine Collective podcast. I'm your host, Nina, and I'm so excited to share this special guest episode with you today with Kelsey Kenry. And uh, Kelsey and I collided timelines, I think, at the beginning of last year, Kelsey, in 2021. And we were in a group with one of our mentors, Victoria Washington. And I remember feeling Kelsey's passion and fire and ambition and just this powerhouse energy. And since that time, she's a woman that I've just admired and have connected with in the entrepreneurial journey. And we're going to dive deeper into that. But Kelsey has such an incredible story. She balances so many amazing things in her life. And, you know, she's this woman truly on the rise and on a mission to support other women in their rising and empowerment. And she really brings a new level of power into the room to help women step into and reach the potential that was meant for them. She teaches women how to build true freedom by identifying gaps and utilizing emotional intelligence to align and optimize their businesses in their lives. She has such a unique perspective that allows people to move faster, recreate who they desire to be, and become the most successful version of themselves. She specializes in working with CEOs and entrepreneurs to really rise to a new level within themselves first, and then also in their businesses to create a vision that holds not just the business, but really holds the depth of their own life. And I know that Kelsey is such a believer in more freedom, more money, more power, and that that is available to every woman. And I just love the way Kelsey shares her truth, embodies her essence, speaks her message into the world. And I'm just so grateful to have you here today, Kelsey. Oh, Nina, what an introduction. Thank you. I love a good intro. I, and I just, it's so, it makes me so lit up. Cause like I was saying to Kelsey before, I just truly feel so blessed because through this realm of entrepreneurship, of leadership, of mentorship, I've been connected with so many extraordinary women and women who are so different and unique and hold different perspectives and, you know, essences of who they are. And yet I feel ultimately we all share such a similar mission and that mission is so much of what I just did in this really deep desire to support women in remembering that they get to have it all and we get to have balance in life and family and business and all of the things. And I can't wait to dive deeper on that, but I would love for you to just paint the picture because you have an extraordinary story, Kelsey, like I'm really excited to hear it more in this face-to-face moment, but I would love for you to share some of that journey of where you've been and really the mountains that you've climbed that have truly shaped you to be the woman that you now are today. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to try to keep this as concise as possible. There's a lot of mountains. Let's just say that. Um, You know, I, I think about my journey and I actually just fully told my entire story on Instagram live this morning. So that was interesting. And I also wrote a book called below the surface, um, 
which tells parts of my story too. But I think that the most important parts of my story are really addressing kind of like that before and after and then the lessons that were learned in between. And my before and the reality that I lived was um, very much unstable, a lot of a lack of stability, a lack of support, moving from house to house, seeing different kinds of relationships um, in each home, seeing different things happening. Um, and really just not sure of where my place was, you know, inside my own homes. And I think that that sort of um, dynamic from a young age, because my parents divorced when I was two, really kind of set me up for the path that I walked on for about 10 years, which was a path of self-destruction and self-sabotage. Um, and that for me personally was um, a lot of abusing my body a lot of disrespecting my body, disrespecting myself um, through various avenues, but very much heavily into drugs, alcohol, uh, just making any sort of choice that I could to numb what I was feeling and walking through that. And I think that spending such a long period of time in that place, because it said it was about 10 years that it was just this decision and this like back and forth contraction of like, okay, this doesn't feel good, but I don't really know any other way. You know, I don't want to, I, I don't want to change, but I do want to change. And I don't know what change looks like and being fearful of what could happen if I did change. And, um, you know, I was arrested three times. Um, third time was the charm mm. for me. And that was where I really hit my rock bottom. And that was where the pivotal moment for me was, you know, getting arrested for this third time. And that being the place where I woke up and I was in the county jail, I was in the medical unit. I had told them there's no point in me living. So if you arrest me, which of course they were going to, I'm going to take my own life. Mm. And so I woke up in the medical unit and I was on, you know, they have these like plastic uh, mats that are on the floor and there was four other women in there with me and two of them were in there for murder um one of them being in there for the murder of her own children wow like being next to that I it was like a moment for me to where I was like I'm not supposed to be here were like the words that I heard mm. and it was like okay so I got up, I looked in the mirror, I was wearing contacts, everything was fuzzy because I had been crying. And I just like looked at myself in my eyes and it was like mirrored back at me, which is such an interesting because I, I always say like, I, a mirror changed my life. So then I became a mirror for other women. Yeah. I looked back at myself and I was like, this isn't going to work. Like if you don't make a choice, if you don't make a change, like you're going to, you're going to die. It was mm -hmm. that serious with the behaviors. And so from there, I, I made the choice. I, I call it a glimmer of hope. There was something in me that was like, this isn't what you're meant for. I didn't know what I was meant for, but I knew that wasn't it. And so I just followed that and I made that choice. And from there, everything, it was a lot of asking for help. Mm -hmm. It was me putting myself in a program. 
it was meetings, it was therapy, it was life coaching, it was the gym. Um, it was all of these things, support in all sorts of directions. Um, it was a year of sobriety. It was just all of these things to where I could finally address the internal instead of numbing so that I could change my external. Mm. And that was the most transformative year of my life. And that turned into me, you know, falling really deeply in love with fitness and starting as a fitness coach in 2011. And so I've been coaching ever since, but fitness turned into pretty quickly, essentially life coaching, because I was like, the body's cool. And I'm obsessed with the mind body connection and how cool our bodies are and all of the things. But I was like, there's something else, you know, when it's the food and exercise doesn't feel deep enough to me. What's underneath? Why are you making those choices? So I became obsessed with that and started asking those deeper questions. And that obviously led into life coaching. And then I discovered in a lot of the women that I was working with, that there was this um, connectedness in that we had this same deep desire for freedom. And so I found myself connecting with a lot of high achieving, high powered business women. And I was like, we share the same goal but I bring a different perspective for you. And so that's how it kind of transformed. Mm -hmm. I business coaching is, I guess my title, but it feels so small for what yeah, I do. Totally. Yeah. But that's, you know, how I ended up here. It was a very organic, natural journey. Mm. Oh my gosh, Kelsey, I had chills when you're just sharing a lot of that story. And I, I feel so many listening, you know, maybe many of you haven't met that extreme of being arrested or, you know, spiraling in that way. But I feel for women, this is so common in, in my journey as well. There was such a period of my life of numbing, of dissociating, of relinquishing my power, not knowing my power, giving it away through, you know, drugs, food, sex, whatever, all the things. And I really do feel there is like, this wake up moment for many of us, mine was through a health issue and crisis, but I think for women, it's might be through an arrest, might be through a detox, might be through a health issue, going off birth control, whatever it is. It's that wake up moment that I feel it's that moment where God is really shaking you to come back fully into your body to remember really who you are. And I love that analogy of seeing yourself deeply in the mirror. I had a similar moment like that in my life too. And that was that moment of remembrance of seeing that inner radiance and beauty and wholeness and worthiness. And for me, I relate that back to my identity and the beloved, but I think it's that same frequency that we all just are so conditioned to forget. And especially as women, based upon our experiences, circumstances, family systems, all these things, we're not anchored in that for most of our life. And then it's like shaken into us. So I just love the work that you do so much. And our work is so different. yet so similar in many ways. And that depth, I felt that too. And starting in the body and food and nutrition and all of that was my initial route. And then it became so much deeper. And, and I know that freedom is such a core value of yours, Kelsey. And I would love for you to share what freedom means to you. Cause I feel like we express it. We desire it. We talk about it, but I want to know in your perspective, what freedom means in your life in your family and your business and really to how you came back to establish this 
full sense of freedom throughout your body, mentally, physically, spiritually? And how do you really now walk that path in these different avenues that are present in your life? Mm, it's such a good question. And I love like peeling back the layers of like, what does this mean? What does it look like for you? So I love this question. When I think the first, my first response to just the question of what is freedom to me, um, it's not needing permission anymore. Mm -hmm whether that's financial freedom, not needing permission from your bank account to make purchase, whether that's, you know, a choice in a relationship of not needing somebody else's permission to be who you truly are. Like it's just not needing anybody else to tell you or anything outside of you to tell you that something's okay and that you may proceed. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. everything to me. Yeah to where it's like you come back to you, right? And I love that you always use the word remembrance because I think that's so, so powerful because we forget. Totally. Who we are. Yeah. Or we don't know. And that's conditioned in us, right? From yeah. such a young age. So I think that's what I really feel is freedom to me is there's, I don't need anybody's permission or anything's permission outside of me. And specifically in different areas of my life, there is, I often like refers to freedom, like there's time freedom or there's like spaciousness, but then there's also energetic freedom, mm. right? So in terms of like energetic freedom, and I think both of these play a role in every area, whether I'm mom, whether it's my relationships, whether it's me being CEO, whether it's me with a client. And so I think that it just being aware of, what, what, what is input and output? And like, do you feel fully fulfilled in this? And what is it? Is it capping a lot of your time that's taking away from something else that you love? Is it requiring a lot of energy that is pulling away from something that you love? Mm -hmm. So just being aware of like the time component of freedom, and then the energetic piece of freedom, I think has been really valuable for me and in, in all different areas of like, it's not just about like in your business, working less hours and making more money. It is, what is your sweet spot? What feels like freedom to you? Because some people do prefer to work more hours and some people don't, and that's okay. We just need to honor where we are instead of like trying to copy somebody else's path, which is a whole nother topic. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> we'll probably go there. <laughs> <laughs> totally can go there but yeah that's really as far as like in individual individual places I think that's the the for me it's looking at time and it's looking at energy and separating those things this is x amount of time that's required of me and this is x amount of energy that's required of me and then also looking at does this give back? Does this, you know, if something like if something, this is where boundaries play a role. If something is going to make me have to choose, then it's, doesn't make me feel free. If something restricts me, like boxes me in, this is why people are like, need to pick a niche. I'm like, hmm, no, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I think, yeah, just looking at time and energy in each area of your life and evaluating what is freedom 
to you and then figuring out does what you're currently doing actually match that. Mm, I, I love that. And what kind of came alive in me as you're speaking at the end of that was like divine rep, uh, my goodness. I'm like, you know what I mean? Why can't I say this word right now? Reciprocal, like the reciprocity of the exchange. Right. So, and I think about that a lot and that's been something I've been really evaluating in my own self. And I love that you said Kelsey too, because I think we do. And I definitely did in the beginning of my business, you know, put ourselves into these different boxes of this is how much I should be devoting to my business or my clients or making content or doing this to be, you know, X, Y, Z successful, whatever that means. Cause it's so unique to you, but we see that in the beginning of essentially like formulas and constructs and in context. And, and I love what you just started to touch on is really embracing your own unique essence and your unique codes and letting yourself really remember what does this exchange get to be like in my life? This has been huge for me in the past year. And I would love for you to, to touch on that because you're so powerful in talking about uniqueness and individuality and empowering that for women, especially in their businesses. So yeah, just jam on that for a moment for sure. Yeah, I, I think that one of the things that is really probably the most powerful thing that we can do as women is like fully rising from any sort of shame, releasing all judgment that we've ever held for our past actions, relationships, whatever it may be, and actually starting to draw parallels for the, how that creates a more successful business for us. Because I think that sometimes in our mind, we separate things but everything's all connected. So that's why, like, for me, it's always been about drawing the parallel of a bigger business and a better life. They have to work together because you don't have a better life when you get a bigger business. You don't, you don't trade one for the other. This idea of, like you said, there's some formula that you have to follow to get a certain place is not the case because the formula will never work because you are different. So we all have our unique formula and our unique formula is built from our skill set and our story because no single person has that combination. And it's so funny because I said this in, um, in one of my programs that I was teaching about value and how it's very easy for us to devalue ourselves based upon what we see, what other people are doing. Totally. The reality is if we remove the hierarchy and we look at each person, human to human, each of us is just as valuable because we, there's no two people that are alike. And it's interesting to me because in things that are tangible, like my husband likes trading cards, he's a manifesting generator. So he has 14,000 hobbies. (laughs) I love it. We're accepting. Um, So he likes trading cards and I'm like, think about a trading card, one trading card. It's like, you know, depending on who, who the athlete is or whatever it is, it's so valuable. But when we think about people, we don't, we don't think uniqueness is related to value and uniqueness is what is valuable. So owning your story and knowing that your story, because nobody has the lived experience you have is what like skyrockets your business because your life feels better because every single day you wake up and you feel better and then you move better and you move differently and you show up differently in every room. Mm. It's so, it's so true. I was just telling a 
client yesterday and something I say all the time, you know, truly your greatest experience and your magnetism comes from your, your lived story through what you've met, the mountains that you've climbed, the obstacles that you've overcome. And that essence that you carry that we carry is so unique and is so beautiful because no one else carries that same exact frequency. And I always think even too, within my brand, I'm always connecting to, you know, what frequencies are, are actually kind of moving through my brand. What is the essence Mm -hmm. that I'm wanting to share and create this beautiful fields with my community to invite them into this frequency with me on a deeper level and knowing that they can access it. But that frequency is unique from my channel and how I'm streaming that through my messaging, through content. And, you know, Kelsey, you're so unique in what you share too, which is why I really appreciate you. And I think it's so much for me in my journey was just quieting all the noise around me and really totally sourcing my worth through God and not through the world and not looking every which way constantly and really just clearing that channel so that I could come back to the deepest essence of my own heart and be unapologetic and unafraid to share that part of myself. Mm, That's so good, Nina. It's, and it's so, I said in my mastermind this morning to a client, I said, start making choices as if you have blinders on and deciding what you want to do from there. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. So it's so powerful to remember that because it's just so it's so we know how easy it is to spiral. And, and I think for new entrepreneurs, especially, and I work with like, I work with new brand new and also, you know, women who have been in business for a long time too. And Kelsey, I know that you work with like a multitude of women. And I think in the beginning that imposter syndrome comparison, not enough anxiousness, you know, worry about using our voice and expressing ourselves and really owning that uniqueness can feel like such a mountain and a huge challenge that I feel many of the women I work with are asked to overcome in our time together. And I, I would love for you to share a little bit. Cause when I think of you, I do just think of like emboldened confidence and power and just like authenticity. And I would love for you to speak to as well, just how you've embraced that in yourself and how you also empower other women to really fully embrace that in themselves. Mm, Yeah, it's so good. And it's so important. And I think that my, my confidence is directly linked to me giving myself permission to experiment and just put myself, just do the thing. And I think that's why I tend to attract a lot of people because we all have fears, right? I attract people because they're like, how do you just like thing? And I'm like, I just do the thing, you know, because there are a lot of people that's not, that's not really a thing. It's like, oh, there's all these things that pop up and I'm like, oh, I see those things. But I think really it comes down to like being able to develop confidence, being able to be more bold in the way that you speak, in the way that you move, in the way that you connect with people it comes back to the piece of you rising from your shame, you owning your story, you owning every single part of you and you starting to see, for me, it was flipping of all the things that I thought were minuses or negatives for me. How is that a positive? Mm -hmm. How does that actually contribute to my life or allow me to contribute to someone else's life? 
Yes. Oh, I love that. Huge shift for me when I was like, wait, me having an arrest record, me abusing my body, me. And then it was like, all of these things had to happen so that I can teach other women. Like, I feel like we intellectually know this, but once you really let it sink, like in your body of like, I know who the fuck I am. Totally. And nobody can tell me otherwise. Yeah. There's nothing that anybody could say or bring up in a, in a room that like, I haven't already said. And that was for me, the, the bringing of that forward, even the little things, an example of this is, you know, when I got arrested, there was a group of people made t-shirts with my mugshot on them. And like telling that story and telling it from a place of empowerment of like, that happened and it didn't stop me from getting here. Mm. So whatever the thing is that you feel like, oh, oh, they're gonna laugh at me or, oh, I might fail or, oh, I might fall. That could also be the same step that like accelerates you to places you never thought you could go. Mm. I love what you just said about turning the negatives into the positives. That was just like a really good visual for me. I like thought of a battery, (laughs) but it was like, it really helped me shift that and feel that in my body. And I, I feel it is so true. And I'm feel, I'm sure you really feel this way, Kelsey, this is how I feel as well. It's like, when I've allowed myself to just meet fully the shame, the shadows, the fears, the doubts, limitations, the hard stuff, all the things. And when I've been able to extract, you know, the holy in that, the miracle in that, the breakthrough in that, and to appreciate it for what it was, I truly now believe I can reflect back on those challenging times and moments. And I appreciate them now so much because I can sit in the dark with people and I know that you can. And it, that time really cultivated my grit and also my grace. And, and it, it allows you to bring something deep into the room, especially when you're with someone else who's moving through potentially something similar or different or the feelings or whatever it is, you know, it doesn't shake you or rock you because you've been able to own and walk yourself through that tunnel, that channel and know that you made it to the other side and you can sit with someone in the dark and in the fears and all the things when you've sat there too, in a really deep way. And I, you know, I just see that being such a huge part of who you are and and how you are able to exchange so powerfully with women, because I really just believe that there is such a depth and a potency that happens in our leadership when we can really exactly what you said, just love, embrace, accept, appreciate all of these parts and turning those negatives into positives is Mm -hmm. power. Yeah. And it's just understanding that when you do fully embrace that it's, it, it's invites other people to do the same. It shows other people what's possible. And it, because we, we so often think that the fear is coming from like, nobody will understand this. Nobody's like me. Yeah. You know, I literally last week spoke at an event and, you know, they were asking about my story and I had a message from a girl literally right after. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I was arrested too. And like, I've held this shame around my story. It's like, you just don't, you just don't know. And 
from an energetic standpoint, Nina, I am so able to just be because I don't need to like put in a, a certain hat to go in this room or a coat to go in that room. I don't need to do that anymore. Yes. I don't need to change like who I am depending on who I'm talking to, unless it's my toddlers, of course. <laughs> <But> yeah, <laughs> totally. It's just so, and that's freedom, right? I don't need, yes. I don't need to, to switch who I am or who I need to be depending on what room I'm in. Mm-hmm. I, I fully believe that truly is freedom and liberation. And that for sure has been a journey for me of that dismantling of the people pleaser and the perfectionist. And again, putting and shaping myself to who I should be in all these different rooms. And once we just like take off all of those garments, it is the most freeing thing to just know that, you know, how loved you are no matter what, and you can step into whatever space you are meant to step in and really embody that and embrace that and own that. And that is such a felt energy. Like I feel in sense, I always say this, I wrote a post on this a while back, but I always, I love to remind myself, you know, can my, my presence alone reveals my redemption. And that presence is something that is so powerful and is felt. I feel by women who haven't been afraid to climb the mountain and do the hard things and know that they've been loved and whole and worthy throughout the whole season of whatever was needing to be met. And they can now step into the room and not even have to speak that whole story, but you can feel the presence and the authenticity and the wisdom and the energy from that woman because she's walked the path. Yeah. And I feel that so with you. True. Yeah. I appreciate that. That's amazing. I, I love, I love, I'm like envisioning just like how you really do when you know who you are, how you really do just walk into rooms differently and how that is felt. It is very much felt that energy. Um, totally. And, and I would love to hear Kelsey and I were jamming on this before we hopped on, but Kelsey is a mama of three beautiful children. And I forget, Kelsey, how old are all your kiddos right now? Cameron is five. He'll be six in June. Brooklyn is three. She'll be four in August. And Emerson is six months. That's what it, okay. So clearly <laughs> you can now feel that Kelsey is a, a busy woman. She's owning a business. She has three kids. She's a partner, a wife, you know, all of these beautiful roles. And, and we haven't really gone deep into this, Kelsey. I know I shared this with you, but really on the balance and the beauty of letting yourself be in these multidimensional roles and spaces of your life. Because I know for myself, for sure, there is still a very subconscious somatic fear in my body that I can't have it all. I can't have the successful business and, you know, the loving, you know, beautiful family at the same time. And I was telling Kelsey, you know, my business, I've been so focused on that the last few years. And now I'm with my partner who I love so much. And all I'm thinking about is kids and this desire to have children. And I feel so lit up by that. But there's a part of me that's like, my business can just like burn down. I don't care about my business anymore when I have kids. And it's been interesting for me to observe that because I know ultimately I do want both. My love and joy and creativity is so fueled through the realm of my business. And I know a huge part of my life 
destiny and journey is being a mother. I've, I have felt that since I was a child and I just always have desired that. Mm. But I would love to hear Kelsey, how you manage and co-create in both worlds in both realms. And cause I see, I mean, it looks effortless when I watch you do it. I'm sure it's not, but I would love, I would love to just hear that part of your story because I just feel so many women listening that either have kids and they feel like they've maybe been sacrificing or can't have it all or women that desire to have kids, but again, feel like maybe I can't do both. That feels overwhelming. And you just really embody this energy of mother and business owner and CEO, I feel really beautifully. So I would just love to hear that part of your journey. Yeah. Um, oh man, there's so much goodness. And I have like so much, like so many little things. The first thing that came up for me that I think would be really powerful for you and for anybody that's kind of in a similar place is switching your thought process to how can I? And it's a very simple shift, but for me, that was huge for me because it was, how can I be a mom and have a successful business? And when I started to shift into solutions, like problem solving, mm-hmm. solution finding versus this is going to be a problem. This isn't going to work. Then solutions came, then belief came, then data that supported belief came. And so I think just asking the question of how can I be fully present with my children and fully present in my business and fully present with how can I wear all the hats and getting really, really clear on what do you want that to look like? We are built to the, as people pleasers. So we're built to meet somebody else's needs, but what are your needs? There are moms that don't love or desire to be with their children all day. I love my children very much. I do not want to be with them all day long. I don't, I I love them, but I'm also like, okay, yay, school. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah. Truthfully, right? So I think just getting really clear on each part, like what would feel good to you and then giving yourself experiment to change, right? Like our permission to change and experiment and play with like, maybe, okay, that's a little too much work. Let's dial that back and spend more time with the kids. Like, I think that we have this idea that we're just going to have this roadmap and have it all figured out, but really it's all experimentation and none of us really have it figured out. So for me, the biggest step was just ingraining the belief that I could have it all. And then let me get, start packing in data to support this. Yeah. What does having it all look like specifically for me? What does that look like in my marriage? What does it look like in my business? You know, cause we have multiple businesses. So there's, there's a lot of moving pieces and then not being afraid of taking messy action mm-hmm. because sometimes we're so paralyzed by thinking it needs to look a certain way in order for us to move forward. Wow. When in reality, there's somebody waiting for you right now as you are. And that, that was really important to me, but also I think that now when I speak to women who are kind of in this place of either new moms or thinking about having children that, that are having this fear about how is this going to take away, what I really, really like to share there is in my personal experience, my business 
and my relationship with my business has grown and deepened with each child. Mm. I love that. Mm. Because there is something just like we were talking about the energy of a room, right? So somebody walks in and you feel that there is something about the energy of being an empowered mother and wearing this new hat that it's almost like you need another outlet or source to drive that into. So when you have your business, it's just like, this is an added thing that actually makes me better Mm. at what I do. And I, I really, you know, I, my last two children, Cameron was born at a hospital and my last two children I had at home Mm. and my home birth experience with Brooklyn, that was a game changer because I saw what I was capable of. Yeah. So it just really speaks to just giving yourself the opportunity to try. Yeah. And letting it be what it's supposed to be and see what you're possibly capable of. Yeah. Mm. I just love that. I mean, so simple, but such a powerful question of how can both work, you know, and just like being in that inquiry. And I have been thinking about that a lot. And I, I see the changes and the shifts that will get to happen in my business that feel actually so nourishing and so exciting when I do have kids. I I've had this vision in, in my, my mind for a long time, and it's already helping me now structure different things in my business so that I'm moving towards that vision. Cause I feel how it's going to really hold this co-creation force mm-hmm. in a really powerful and beautiful way. But I just love that remembrance of how can both work. And I love solutions in data. Are you a three line in human design, Kelsey? I have a three, five. I I was like, girl, I think you're a three, five and I'm a six. So I get the three line really well, but it it so is. And just for the human experience, we do have to do trial and error and we have to just go for it. And, and I feel many of us hold ourselves back because we're so afraid of failing. So we don't do the hard, scary thing, but until we do that, we don't know what's actually going to potentially work and support us. And I love just kind of setting yourself up with different solutions. And I also felt the power of what you spoke to, you know, I obviously haven't given birth yet, but I've listened to, I love listening to birth stories. I love listening to like free birth and home birth stories. They're so empowering and inspiring for me. And I feel like women that I have connected with that have had those really powerful experiences do remember the capability of what you can truly hold and feel and birth and do and support yourself and all the things. And I love that you said that with each child, the business has deepened and amplified and grown in its unique way. And I just think that's such a powerful reminder for women to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even income wise it's like with each child, there's like a spike, like it's, it's crazy. And it's just, you know, the home birth thing, it's just, again, it's just a, a story of what is actually possible when you give yourself my, the opportunity to try my birth with Emerson. Nobody was there. It was just Eric and I, the midwife didn't make, she came in 30 minutes and I was like, wow. holy shit. I just birthed a child by myself. Like her cord was around her neck. I didn't freak out. It was like, we're good. So it's just like, you really truly don't know unless you just put yeah. yourself there. And I think that there's so much value in just being in the room. Yes. Mm, yeah. 
And how else, just to kind of layer on that, how else do you feel motherhood has really shaped who you are as a CEO and business owner and guide and mentor to other women? Mm. (laughs) You know, I think before I answer that question, there was one other thing that I wanted to say that's so simple and so silly, but I feel like it's important to say, so I'm going to say it. I have built my entire business with three kids on nap times and school times. Like literally my two little girls are sleeping right now. So I can do like, it's totally possible. So just, just throwing that out there, but, um, you know, to go to your question, say your question again, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. No, it's good. Cause that was a really good insight that you just brought into the realm. Yeah. Build it on school time, nap time, all the things that divine balance can be found. Yeah. What I was just feeling into is really how motherhood has shaped mm-hmm. who you are as a business owner, a CEO, a mentor, a guide to other women. Mm. It's interesting because you've probably heard this, um, that like children are our greatest teachers and it is so true, especially my first child. Um, he has pushed me and challenged me. And of course, with your first kid, you're, you, you have no idea what you're doing. I mean, I have three of them and I'm still trying to figure it out. I think I'm doing all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but with the first, especially there is so much reflection that has to happen because you're in this relationship with this new human and with a child, it's, you can't, you can, but I would suggest always putting the blame on them for when things are happening. And so it forces you to look at things that you may have been not looking at before. And I think when we do that, whether it's from a child or an external circumstance or whatever it is, that's some of our most powerful growth is when there's like that thing in the corner that we thought we could like block up. And like, we could just leave that over there for right now. Like when that comes out and it's just like all these little pieces. And so I think that that contribute has contributed to my growth as a human Mm. and my growth as a human is poured back into my business Mm -hmm. and my relationships and the deepening, um, of the relationships that I have with people, clients, you know, personal relationships. And I think that's why in my space with my clients, one of the, the most important things for me is like that safe space and being able to hold people in the darkness. Like you said, like being able to walk in the struggle while still being like, I'm still here. Like, I'm not afraid to be in this darkness with you. Um, but really, I think the biggest thing is just the continual lessons. And there's always an overlap. Like there's always an overlap that is, you know, allowed me to relate better to people has allowed me to deeper understand people that has, you know, played into how I write content, how I speak, how I see new perspectives. So I just think it's a, it's offered me like another almost like unique edge and an opportunity for like growth in in every conversation, you know, when Cameron has a hard day at school, we have to talk about like what that means and, you know, having hard conversations. It's like, okay, if I can have this hard conversation with a toddler, I can do it with somebody I'm having a hard time with. So much overlap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. There is so much overlap. And 
I, I, I mean, I worked with kids for 10 years as an occupational therapist. So kids were a huge part of my life for a really long time. And I always say that I'm like, children are the greatest teachers because during that time, I definitely built patience, resiliency, flexibility, grace, (laughs) all of those things that I know. And how are those all applicable for your business? Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, it's just in the different realms, all these things get that get shaped. And then just like you said, Kelsey, get brought into these different rooms and even more expansive and embodied ways. Cause you're walking the walk in the different channels. You're walking the walk through the different realms of motherhood, business speaker, you know, just a wife, a woman who's empowering so many other women. And, and I would love for you to share too, Kelsey, we've like gone on so many amazing realms today. This conversation has been so, so beautiful and so expansive, and I can't wait to already re-listen to it, but I would love for you to hear, to hear from you because you do work with so many women and you do one-on-one, you do groups, you, you host workshops, masterclass, you do a lot of different multidimensional things in your business. And I would love to hear, you know, what is what would be the advice that you give someone who is in their business and is maybe again, getting overwhelmed with what they should do and how they should do it and what lane to go in and all the things. I would love to just hear some of the things that you would tell that woman to help her feel more empowered and expansive and free in her life and business space. Mm, I love when I have clients that are in this space of the, this is very silly, almost like exercise, but there's so much pressure around like marketing and content creation and which, which thing to to do and which group and how to run your group and how to structure. Um, so I like to step back so we can step forward, meaning that I will have them just write or speak without any sort of like this needs to be added in, this needs to be added on this call to action, this, you know, it needs to filter into this, this has to be launched. It's Mm. removing all that and just coming back into like them telling their stories going on and just sharing an inspirational thought and like backing up to them being who they are, which is usually connected with the, the why of why they started. Yeah. And when they do that, there is clarity that happens because by doing that, you put yourself in a position of, I'm just going to show up and be myself. And the simplicity of that allows you to remove the pressure or what feels like pressure, even if it's self-imposed pressure, remove the pressure of trying to be someone or something that isn't meant for you. Mm. And it starts to create the habit of let me just show up and be me. And then I can put this in a pathway of, do I need to pivot my business? Right. Do I need to change the structure? Does this structure feel good to me? Am Mm. I doing that because they're doing it? Or am I doing it because this feels, it's just that coming back to ourselves and recognizing that like your path isn't supposed to look like her path. Mm -hmm. And also forgiving yourself for doing that because every single one of us has. Yeah, absolutely. 
yeah, you've, I mean, Kelsey, you've seen my business in the past year. And I just told Kelsey, I'm like, I'm shifting, I'm pivoting. And it is so funny, Kelsey, because, and I know a lot of women listening to this right now are in a season of rebirth, because if you've been with me, you know, that you've been in the portal of death and rebirth, because that's what I've been in. And I feel many women are in this right now. And what I really was remembering is I don't have to burn everything down. It's truly coming back to exactly what you just said, the core of my essence in plugging back into my heartbeat fully and really just coming back into devotion with my why and what's important to me and what lights me up. And I realize I'm like, it's not even this huge shift. It's just really about me expressing what's on my heart even deeper and sharing that with my community in an even more intimate way, which just feels a little scary because I'm just going to be exposing myself in a new layer of who I am. And, and I just, I love that. Cause I go back to the same thing with my clients too. Why just go back to the, why go back to the heartbeat, go back to your story, go back to who you are because truly too. And I'm sure Kelsey, you resonate with this. I always say, you know, selling is just creating a field of feeling and people are connecting. They don't remember always what you say, how you said it, but just like that, Maya Angelou quote, they remember how you made them feel. And that feeling is everything. And the more you can feel and be intimate with yourself, that will be infused through your message, through your marketing, through how you're showing up and really communing with the people in your space. Mm -hmm. And the only way for people to actively feel that is for you to start removing filters. Yes. Yes. And Mm -hmm. filters are caused by previous conditioning, comparison. Like these are the things that we start to, when you, when you write that post and you're like, oh, this is so good. And it's like, oh, does it have this in it? Did I address this in it? And I just, the second that I was like, fuck the marketing rules, all the rules, really. Like that was when it was, it's just like, I just, I just want to tell the story. I just want to write about this thing. And like, of course there's strategical pieces. That's like, okay, let's pull it back to, you know, this offer or the purpose or whatever. But also sometimes it's just okay for us to remember that we're humans and people connect with us on different levels. Like some clients that I've had have been following me for like five years that started following me because like a client that's in my mastermind, like five years, she started following me when I was a fitness coach. Cause we were both like in the powerlifting world. Like you just don't know. And so I think there's so much value for our businesses in showcasing who we are yeah. truly and allowing for people to feel that energy fully so that they can make an empowered decision of like, man, I want to be closer to her. Totally. Oh yeah. I just love removing the filters. It feels like, again, what you said before, just like putting on the blinders, just taking the next brave step, trusting what's on your heart, saying the thing that's burning on the tip of your tongue, just like being relentless in your truth. Cause your truth really is your brand. And if we're not connected to the essence of our truth, to me, our brand isn't then really connecting with those that we want it to connect with ultimately. Totally. And it doesn't feel good. Right. Yeah. It feels totally out of alignment. Yeah. That 100. Yeah. That's kind of where I was getting so burned out because I was feeling like, 
oh, to continue, you know, in the business coaching realm, I should be doing these programs and this program and da, 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 da. Exactly. When my whole heart was like, I just want to talk about God and the feminine and masculine and Mary Magdalene and Christ and like all of these other things. And the second I gave myself permission to fully do that, everything has become amplified in my community, my business. And it's just, it was so liberating. And that's why I always, just like you do, Kelsey, just remind people, connect back to the heart, what's on your heart, what's beating inside of you. And just don't be afraid to share it because people want to hear it. And we attract, I mean, from sharing our truth, you know, Kelsey, from feeling each other's energy over the past year, sharing our stories, seeing the expression of each other. I mean, that's how we attract our like soul lineage people. Like, right. I've, I've met all these amazing women on social media because of being unafraid to share what's on my heart and what's passionate inside of me right now in this moment. And I feel like that's probably how you've really built your community too. Cause you are so who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the truth. Like that's the secret that like everybody's looking to unlock. Right. And it's really not a secret. It's just you being yourself and trusting that what's meant for you is meant for you. Yes. Yeah. Oh, such a good reminder. Truly. What is meant for you is totally meant for you and is coming for you. Uh, Kelsey, I could jam with you all day on all, <laughs> on all the all topics. <laughs> so much. Oh my goodness. Just so much expansiveness in this conversation. And I'm sure all of you listening are just like soaking it in right now and taking in all this wisdom and Kelsey's story is just so powerful and impactful. And, and I would love for you to share Kelsey, how this community can find you. I would love for you to share. This episode is probably coming out end of May, beginning of June. So I don't know if you know your timeline quite yet, but I know that you have a lot of things that are alive in your business kind of Mm. on the regular. So just share with us where we can connect, what you have going on and um, how we can yeah, just support you and be in closer communion with you and your work. Yeah, the best place is Instagram. That's going to be my main platform. It's always me and my DMs. Um, so I'm always happy to have conversations with there. My business model is that if you feel like you want to come in and I have a space, then we, we talk about what space best aligns with you. Um, so, you know, I have private coaching and I have uh, a couple of groups that I offer. Um, and then every month I do something called CEO power hour, which is very new to our, the coaching industry. And it's super cool because it allows people to come in network with other business owners, but also get coaching from me. And it's just a fun exchange and you get feedback and, and meet new people. And I just feel like that collaborative and and community effort is really, really valuable. Um, so yeah, there's CEO power hour every month. That's free for anybody to come to. There's a virtual one and there's also an in-person one. So that's a great place to just come in and kind of, you know, experience me and see if we vibe and if we don't, that's cool too. Um, but yeah, I'm always open to have a conversation and, and just chat about, you know, what, what coming into my world could look like for you too. Mm. Yeah. Kelsey shares, I mean, insightful, empowering, inspirational, educational. She shares all the content on her Instagram. So you'll definitely want to go there. And I did just see Kelsey that you were doing, cause you call it pow her right? With H-E-R. Yeah. I love that. I saw that just the other day. 
I'm probably going to go to that whenever I can in your upcoming months because I just love to the values of community and collaboration and co-creation. And I truly believe that is how we're shifting so many things on this earth at this time. And just the value of connection is incredibly powerful when you have a business because it can feel so isolating sometimes. And we can feel like a lone wolf at times. You know, if you're an entrepreneur at your house, I definitely have in certain moments of my life and those spaces are so nourishing and so supportive. And I just know that you're stewarding that and just like such an expansive way for the people coming in. Yeah. It's also really important. I believe for all of us to just remove the scarcity mm-hmm. and like the fear tactics that are being used in this, inner in, in this industry. Yeah. And for me, if you come in to a room with me and there's somebody that you better align with in that room with you, I want you to be with them. Mm-hmm. So giving people an opportunity to where people can be who the people like with the people that they're meant for I truly believe in that. Mm. Oh my, yeah, Kelsey, this is why I adore you so much because we share such similar values. And this is, you know, a new-ish paradigm of, you know, dismantling competition and hierarchy and Mm. all the things and really rising and really remembering that we're, especially as the feminine designed to be in collaboration and co-creation and circular counsel and support with each other. And I just uh, so happy that you're holding that and like offering that. So I'll be there at some point for sure. And I'm just so grateful that you graced us today with your wisdom and knowledge and energy and so many nuggets in here. I can't wait to go back. So just thank you so much, Kelsey, for saying yes, to be a part of this community today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Nina. It was so fun. Mm, so fun and thank you all who have been listening and receiving send you so much love and we'll see you next time